previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. I can't tell you how much it means to me. This has been a goal for a decade, just like the Tonight Show. Well, trust us, the honor is ours. We're so happy to have you, especially on this one-year anniversary. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. It's a very exciting uh, moment for any podcast, and I'm sure both your families are proud after they figure out what a podcast is. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Cluck, cluck, cluck. No, wait. Cluck, that's cluck. Not it. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Gob- Who's got turkey? <laughs> wow. Here I am. Welcome I am. back to the podcast. You're back in the closet, right? Back in the closet and getting things wrong as per usual. Yep, <laughs> that's me. Well, cluck, cluck, cluck. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Our turkeys in England say cluck, you know, so that's that's really... Oh, oh is that the proper way? They right? cluck. No, okay. that's not a real thing. Well, you too. Welcome to National Taiwan On Day. Taiwan On Day? And it's also Drinksgiving, they call it. Drinksgiving? Drinksgiving. Now, why we just don't say Thanksgiving Eve? Now, if there's a thing. Why don't we call it Thanksgiving Eve? There's Christmas <sighs> Eve. I don't know. Maybe we should start. We should start calling it that. Yeah. Well, National Taiwan On Day, it's tie an apron on and cook up some love and kindness today. So that's nice. That's nice. That's really nice. nice. I like that. I just thought bring us in that way. It was a fun little thing. But yeah, they're also saying it's Drinksgiving. National Drinksgiving Day. I don't don't know. Whatever. I guess it's to prep for Thanksgiving because you're going to be spending so much time with your family. You're going to need it, I guess. (laughs) That's my guess. Anyway, hey, we got Simon back here. And I know he was with us last time, but you too. Simon, if you haven't already, I think you probably have. Make sure you run to Jared Freed's Instagram so we can go do this bachelorette stuff. Yeah. So we want to do a quick get a bachelorette update because tying this all together with his Instagram page and everything Mm -hmm. like that. So where are we at, guys? I'm going to go get coffee, as I said I would. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to go get a cup of tea. I haven't been watching this season. Uh, What? Yeah. You're missing out. Well, okay. I'm going to tie this in then. No, no, because as I I wasn't lying when I said the other episode, just because Jared came on our podcast, I went to his Instagram page and started watching his clips. And I feel like I'm sort of watching The Bachelor along with you now, Roxy, which is kind of fun. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's so great. And like I said, I think in the previous episode, he is saying everything while he's watching the show that we are all saying to our TVs as well. Or in your heads. Or or in our heads or whatever. (laughs) It's so brilliantly done. And it's so many truths happening. Like, it's just so So where are we at? We're almost done, right? Yeah, I mean, we're getting closer to hometowns. They are starting to like be able to travel a little bit more. So they've been in... So what's that mean? There's like five left? No, roughly? I think there's like seven or eight left. Okay. Um, so oh. still quite a few. So it's almost and, like on par with Survivor. Because that's yeah, how many are left on Survivor. Yeah. So I think it's going well. I really enjoy how she, how Michelle is carrying herself and how she's dealing with the problem people. But I got it. I have to step away from Michelle for a second. One of her guys who is still on the show is already set and is already in filming for The Bachelor. So one of her contestants is the next Bachelor. I am waiting for the aha moment, the (laughs) that's why they chose him moment, because right now he's just been in the in the background. We know really nothing about this guy other than his name is Clayton. And he's one now, of this her is going to sound stupid. I'm admitting okay. that before no, okay. these words come out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. So, but clearly, we obviously must know then that he doesn't win, right? Right, 
Right. Okay. So they do not end up together. But so why would the Bachelor do? Th- why would the? How the, do we know that he's the Bachelor? Why would the franchise do this? Yeah. How do you know this? Because there's already promos. There's already photos and video snippets and people are talking they already released all that yes this is the dumbest thing i've ever it, heard it, no i agree it is the dumbest thing and especially the fact that i don't see why they chose him yet like there's nothing in his footage in the editing of this of the bachelorette in his particular edit there is nothing about him that makes me think oh he's definitely got to be the next bachelor so this is coming out of left field. I have yeah. no idea. I'm just sitting on the edge of my seat, just waiting for the day so where it saying, makes sense. ABC, make it make sense. Please. <laughs> Jared, help us out. Make what does it this all make mean? sense. No, I mean, maybe you, so he didn't dress up as a cat, didn't bring a vibrator to the first meeting or anything no, like that. No, I mean, right. he so was something very, to stick out. Yeah, something he, there's, like, there's okay. nothing that's, he seems like a nice guy, but like, we don't really know him. Right. So well, I don't know. They, interesting. They probably just figure everyone's going to watch it anyway. Yeah, maybe. So probably. Probably. Like, whatever. Probably. Yeah. That's so weird that, yeah, that makes no sense that he's still on the show, but you're telling everyone already. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, well, maybe he does win this year. Maybe that's the st- that's the Ooh, twist. Maybe he proposes yes. and she says no. Maybe. And that's why they give him the second. Well, we just finished the show. Okay. No one has to watch it. <laughs> All right. Moving on. We got lots of emails. Now, I want to, full disclosure, I got a text from Tiny Chuck pretty much, I'd say, 20 minutes after the episode, the last episode dropped. Okay. okay. Our one-year anniversary episode. Because you'll see as we go forward. But this is what Tiny Chuck says to me. <laughs> Upon further review... Butter will last nine months in the fridge and over one month on the counter if it's covered. Okay. So Tiny Chuck's basically calling himself out. So I just want to put that out there before we get to these emails <laughs> and other fun oh things God. that we got from the little. Let's get back to our weekly installment of dried fruit. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's any dried fruit this week. I don't week. think so. Oh. I don't think. I think oh, you're in luck, Simon. I think we've passed it. <laughs> All right, Roxy, we heard from Mo first. Yes, Mo says, congrats on your first podcast anniversary. You both are on a roll. Keep up the great work. And Butter doesn't have an expiration date? Please, don't get me started. Try and do better next time. That's good. And I actually, I found the expiration date. Well, and it's funny how you just said that. Well, Roxy also found something else on the package. So, well, should we wait for Michelle's? Yeah. Well, we well, first we have to open. Okay. First of all, we should have started the show with this. Thank you, thank you, thank you, littles, for all your nice texts and messages, just messages, little one-offs, texts about congratulating us on our one-year. You know, it's a big feat. Now, Michelle though wrote in and said, "Happy birthday to the loyal littles pod. You have been a light in the gloominess of the pandemic. Congratulations on taking a leap of faith and keeping it going for a year." I mean, Aww. that's so super sweet. Now, yeah. But she brought up a good thing. So is this an anniversary or a birthday? Well, oh. the Loyal Littles podcast was born. Right. So she, I'm not saying she's I'm not saying she's wrong at all. I thought I didn't even think about that. She's I think it's both. Isn't I think it? it's both. I guess it's both. Yeah. I mean, you know, born anniversary like means happy birthday or whatever. And, you know, it's, it's interchangeable. Yeah. yeah. OK. I like it. All right. Because yeah. we had, you know, a bunch of were like, oh, happy. I, we called it our one year anniversary show. But I guess it could have been our one year birthday show. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway. I like it. Oh, well, well. All right. So trust us, we will get back to some butter talk. But uh, Simon, <laughs> oh, good. could you do the next one? I think we heard from Don Hammock, right? Oh, Don Hammock, indeed. Don Hammock said, um, no, Chuck. It's dumpster funk. Dumpster funk. Dumpster funk. 
what are we even doing here? Okay. So <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah, I should point out that he actually spelled funk differently, but you know, I gave a good reading there. So perhaps I should say <laughs> it's dumpster funk. Dumpster well, hunk. Okay. Thank dumpster you. Dumpster hunk. Well, know? yeah. That's my point. So what happened, just for the record, I did not sometimes these things get thrown together, Don. I didn't have time to practice and I know I should. And I realized I just had to say it fast, like Simon just did, to make it make sense. But when it was all one word, I just it was all crammed together. I couldn't I think Bobby did that to me on purpose, <laughs> just to make me look like a fool, which he did successfully. So bravo, Bobby. And yes, we we have that correction. Thank you, Don. And next, we heard from Sully from Boston. This one's actually kind of old. I, this one got stockpiled, but we're going to bring it back to this. He says, well, what would you call a hot dog bun you put in a pan? A grilled bun? No, that's a toasted bun. Toast's definition is bread exposed to heat. The inclusion of an appliance doesn't matter. Hmm. Food for thought. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. I always thought it was genius, though, isn't it? Like, who came up with all that? Firstly, to mix the flour and then to let it rise and then to create bread and then was like, hey, let's cook it again. I mean, genius. Genius. Yeah. Absolutely genius. Yeah. And then cook it. A, yeah. 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 All it's right. Genius. Roxy, we tweeted out Ed Butt's fabulous photo of his Adamadu. Ed Butt, he's back. Oh, God. Oh, oh, Love Ed Butt. We've got to get him on the show. You know, he <laughs> writes in so much. It's, it's time. He should replace me, really. Ooh. Ooh. Simon. Ooh. Okay, that, well, not really. He doesn't <laughs> have... He can't do a British accent. No way. I want, right. I want Ed Butt to try and try and do a British accent. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He probably yeah. will. I see a uh, audio clip coming, coming in our future. Coming in soon, yeah. Go ahead, Ed. Get to work. <laughs> All right. Well, Ed says, Chuck and Roxy, Wilbon is not surprised at yet another instance of I-95 bias. Unlike that interstate in places like Nebraska and Colorado, the posted speed limit on most rural interstates is 75 miles per hour. So yes, I might have been slightly over the limit, but probably not. As part of its continuing effort to keep my children safer, my Subaru speedometer reads a few miles faster than it is really going. Oh, and but tricky. Hmm. All right, That's... so he was really only going like 70, not 77. Maybe. Gotcha. Mm. Yeah, but so, 75 the, is the speed limit, so he wasn't totally... Totally. He was speeding, but not but, enough where they're going to pull yeah, you over, probably. Right. On the I-95. Right. Right. Now, Ed... No, he wasn't on I-95. Oh, no, no, no he's, he was... He's in the Midwest. I think the he was inter- in Someone said I-95. Yeah. yeah, the interstate in places like Nebraska Got it. Well, Colorado. fun fact about I-95, in my head, because I've done cruise ships so often, I-95 on a cruise ship is the beneath the passenger deck where it's just a straight passage that runs where all of the crew traffic goes along, and they call it the I-95. So if you're ever on a ship and they talk about the I-95 on the ship, it's the underground passageway that the crew can all go along to get to everywhere on the ship. Mind is blown. Mind is blown because now talk about bias. Talk about East Coast bias and (laughs) I-95 bias. I mean, that takes it to a new level. So you're saying that's every cruise ship? Pretty much any cruise ship I've ever gone on, they refer to the I-95. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Littles had no idea. Cool. That's why you're here, Simon. All right. <laughs> and then we're going to, like I said, we're going all over. Tim Cree right in. He said, I'm a few podcasts behind, but in all honesty, Roxy is exactly right. Americone Dream is the best Ben & Jerry's flavor. Thank you. Simon, Thank you. did we ask you? I think we asked you already. What's your favorite Ben & Jerry's? I don't like ice cream. <gasps> At all? Whoa. Who are you? It's too you? cold. I know. Yeah, I'm weird. I don't like ice cream, chewing gum, 
or fizzy drinks. Oh. So very healthy child, but... Uh, wow. All right, Tiny Chuck, I tried as long as I could, but it's time to get to some butter talk. But yep. he came clean. He mm-hmm. called himself out. <laughs> so Simon, what do you got for us? Oh, okay, we've got John Miller here. On October 15th, we bought five pounds of butter at Costco. The expiration date is March 22nd, 2022. So yes, it has an expiration date. I still see no reason to put butter in the freezer, and I still will keep it out on my counter one stick covered. I love my butter dish. <laughs> that was a great this read. This dramatic reading was brought <laughs> to Thank you. Thank you. Well, I just wanted to bring something extra to it. I think that's how he said it when he wrote it. Oh, I'm I sure that's exactly uh-huh. what his he intention. Was yeah. Yep, yep. So. All right. So then we're going to come back to Michelle. She said, yes, there is a best buy date on butter. Yes, actually went into my refrigerator to show this. She sent a picture. If you buy butter in bulk, or if you just don't go through it quickly, freezing it is the way to go. See, that's what we're saying, uh-huh. Roxy. Uh-huh. Uh, she says, also, little Chuck should get you a butter bell for your wedding gift. I don't know if they work from personal experience, but I know a lot of people who swear by them. I used to keep the extra pounds in the freezer, but now my kids are big enough that we go through it before the date on the box. We also keep one stick of salted butter on the counter in a dish. I'm curious about getting a butter bell, though. They look interesting. Now, a butter bell? I have no idea. Simon, do you know what that is? Oh, God. No, no clue. No clue. No clue. Okay. It's French cookware that keeps the butter soft but not too warm. Cool water goes underneath the section that has the butter in it. You change the water every few days. And she sent a picture of this and with a website. It's like mind blown. I Why mean, not just put it in the fridge then? <laughs> I don't know. Then you don't have to change out the water. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I don't know. Is that just me? It seems like that's what a fridge is. I don't know. But what we've come do, down uh, to, I, I don't yeah. know. It looks kind of interesting. Yeah. I mean, maybe, but I also think we're also one of those people that don't use it often enough right. to warrant keeping it out. Right. To have one of these things taking up yeah. counter space, maybe? Yeah, well, know. you should put your frozen goods in an ice box instead of the freezer. And all you have to do is change out the ice every couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. All I right. mean, well, we did get um, a message from Jenny Robbins on this topic. She said, I've had a butter bell for years. They are fabulous if you are a daily butter user. For me, I just typically use butter while cooking. So I always keep mine in the refrigerator. So yeah, I guess that would make sense. If you're going to use it a lot, a butter bell makes sense. Now, for all you just keep it out on the counter, Tiny Chuck and a few others that have written in, Roxy. I made a discovery. What did you discover? I too went into the refrigerator and freezer where I keep my extra butter and it has the expiration date and it also shows in writing down at the bottom, keep refrigerated. (laughs) So yes, okay, that's not saying keep frozen, but I mean, you all get the gist, like keep it cold. Keep It's saying keep refrigerated. Keep refrigerated. So we're just following the directions. I'm a rule follower. We're rule followers. We follow directions. That's all we can say. Yep. So (laughs) anyway, Simon, are you hungry? Oh, for butter. Yeah. (laughs) God. (laughs) Well, I'm sure it it uses butter, but Littles, we've got a nice holiday treat for you. Some special holiday recipes coming your way. And it's sort of a uh, new segment. So you'll just have to come back and find out what it is. We'll be right back. Cluck, cluck, cluck. You're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Keep listening. It's really funny. 
I'm not sorry. I will say all the things I've thrown away. We are being played in this episode by a great friend of the podcast, Dante Mazzetti. We're excited about this one. It's his brand new song just released. It's called Hold On. If you like what you hear, you can find Dante all over the place. Spotify, Apple, Amazon Music, iTunes, you name it, he's there. Best way to reach out to him, though, is go to his website, and that is DanteMazzetti.com. That is D-A-N-T-E-M-A-Z-Z-E-T-T-I.com. And as always, we'll play the full song, Hold On, at the end of the podcast. All right, all you loyal littles, we have a special treat for our Thanksgiving Day episode. Now, the littles have spoke. We've already talked to our next guest and made sure that this had nothing to do with him personally, but the littles have spoken. We are now officially calling it Five Mediocre Minutes, and we love that. And we'd like to welcome back... Roxy, you ready for this? I'm ready. I hope you're hungry because... I'm starving. It's been a year, so we're... I think I said that the last time, too. I'm starving. (laughs) It's been a year. Please welcome back to the podcast, Oz the Great and Flavorful. Hey, Steve Oswald, how's it going? Hey, Choxy, how's it going? Hi. (laughs) I love that. We're doing good. I love that. It's been a while, sir. It's been a while. Oh, yes. Now, we, we just remembered, though, actually, when we were reminiscing how we did give you a quick little three-minute three call when the Bucks won the NBA oh, right, finals. Right. So that Fear was the fun. deer. Fear the deer, right. <laughs> that seems like forever ago. Yeah, yeah. Fear the deer, and now we're trying to defend that championship. Uh, unfortunately, the Brewers fell a little bit short. Yeah. but, but you can't win them all. Yeah, yeah. That's true. But what's <laughs> been even longer was, I can't believe it's been a year ago. That I know. It's we really talked, hard to believe. We met you for the first time, and it was so much fun. And it was a great Thanksgiving Day episode. So we mm-hmm. thought, well, we have to bring them back for this episode. Absolutely. We really appreciate it. How's everything been going? Catch us up. Oh, everything has been going great. I mean, what a perfect turkey to have for the Turkey Day five mediocre minutes. I mean, this was a <laughs> segment made for me. I love it. <laughs> Things are going great. I mean, this is the antithesis of 2020. We are busy beyond belief, which oh, is fantastic. So um, things are going very well here overall, business-wise. One of the things, I'm halfway to the Hofwaff now. I just need a wall of fame because a couple of weeks ago, I was elected to my high school's Hall of Fame. Oh. Don't ask me why. What do you mean, but why? I don't really know why. <laughs> I don't really know why. But they just asked. I went, sure, okay, yes. They actually first asked me to cater it, and I said I'd love to, but we <laughs> actually have two other events that day. Uh, so I kind of had to push those back so I could actually appear at my own now, induction. Oh. Now, remind us. Now, you're originally from there, right? Were, yes, were, I'm from Milwaukee. Yep. Right. So I could see that. You're a very successful business person in the community, and everything you do for the community, it's just amazing. You know, it so. still kind of blows me away, but it's, uh, well, it's, it's well quite deserved. an honor. It's quite an honor. Well yeah. So now my question is, if I put it up on the wall, is it a Hoff Loft or just a Hoff? <laughs> just the- <sighs> 
I'll let the littles discuss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's really great, though. Congratulations. Oh, no. oh, thank you. That, that must be um, fantastic. It is. Thank you. But what I want to share with you guys is a couple of extra Thanksgiving recipes. I know la- people can go back and listen to last year's about how to make a turkey or whatever, mm-hmm. but I thought I would give you guys a couple of different things that people want to make. Absolutely. One of them is my favorite dessert of all time. It's called pumpkin tort. Now, for those people who love cheesecake and pumpkin pie, mm-hmm. this is actually both of them Ooh. in one. Or you can actually, like I usually do, eat it in layers. So you can eat the whipped cream first, then the pumpkin, and uh-huh. then the cheesecake finally. Or all at once. It's absolutely fabulous. And my lovely wife, Lori, and I make dueling cranberry sauces. Well, actually, technically, I make a cranberry relish for Thanksgiving. But I've given the recipe for hers because I want mine to remain a secret. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> No, no. Mine's super simple. It's just basically a fresh cranberries, which are fresh and made a lot around here this time of year mm-hmm. because uh, Wisconsin produces quite a few cranberries for uh, Ocean Spray. Yeah. So we do that, a little bit of uh, orange juice, a little orange zest and some sugar, and you just blend it up or chop it up very fine. You know, get a, a blender or a magic bullet or something, mm-hmm. and it is really good. Like the turkey sandwich the next day. Mm. But Lori's spirited cranberry apricot sauce is fantastic. So got the recipes for you so the littles can see them and uh, they can try something. I'll come up with something better for next year. Uh, <laughs> no, these are great. No, these are great. These are great. Now, which was the one that you were looking at, Roxy? Well, I was actually looking at another recipe um, that uh, you yes. sent to me. Oh. The lavender creme can, can, brulee. Lavender can, creme brulee. Can we say that on the air? Is that okay? Oh, yeah. That oh. one is it was hugely popular. We do it for dinner parties. It is really good. Uh-huh. Actually, not very difficult to make, yep. but it is super rich, super decadent. And it is something that would be perfect at the end of like a special anniversary or Christmas meal or mm-hmm. New Year's or something. It's really, it's pretty simple to make. The hardest thing you'll have to do is find dried lavender, which in the age of the internet, you can just order some and it keeps for a long, long time. Yeah. So, well, I actually did look it up on Amazon. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just I was curious because I didn't know what it was. So, well, yeah, um, actual lavender flowers. Yeah. When you cook them in the cream, it kind of just infuses that scent and a little bit of the flavor. Yep. There's, I cannot remember what the candies were called, but when I was a kid, there was a little purple candy. I think they were called violets that were lavender flavored. Any of the older littles might remember these. They came in a purple and silver foil wrapped packaging, and uh, that's exactly what it tastes like. Hmm. So. I love lavender. Well, what we need to do now, though, is cut to the chase, Roxy, as to why she's really (laughs) excited about this recipe is because as as I'm sure you know and you remember, we got married recently. Absolutely. Congratulations. Yes. And we, was it on our registry? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. And go ahead. Tell us. But I, I, right now I'm blanking on the the official name, but the kitchen torch. We got a kitchen torch. But I I didn't realize. I didn't realize you need to get propane for it or the gas butane usually yeah butane, butane. Yeah, yeah we have to get so that so i have, we'll to, have figure to figure out, out where, where i can find that <laughs> <laughs> any like kitchen store or i mean once again you could probably get it on amazon or something yeah well, if you it really in a pinch you could use a propane torch as well it'll work just the same <laughs> which i have let's not give her ideas but, um, i don't, I don't want to torch the place down yeah. the easiest way is just use the broiler put those underneath the broiler oh, okay. um, to caramelize the, uh, oh, the sugar, sugar. That's okay. a great trick. That is a great See, trick. See, that's why we have you on. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure other littles are saying, ooh, that's a great trick. 
Uh, it is. But we do actually, Roxy, right on 57th, we have this great kitchen store. I'm sure they have it. Yeah. Because they like do, I'm sure. they actually film cooking shows there. Mm-hmm. They actually really? have, they yeah, have it's one of those places classes. where you can take cooking classes yep. and they actually, we've gone by, I think that was a pandemic thing when they couldn't have live classes. I think sure. they, they were turning it into a virtual, virtual mm-hmm. type thing. But, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. 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 We were going to do that actually. We I almost what got that, that. Well, I was going to get that for you for your birthday one year and you chose, I gave you <laughs> options and I forget what the other one was, but you chose that. And I don't know if we did that. I'm not sure. Nah, I don't remember. No. <laughs> I don't remember. Well, a pandemic happened. Yeah. So, you know, anyway. Yeah. But okay, so but, broiler, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yes. And, and just as an FYI, I had a gentleman once who, for his anniversary, got his wife. Well, I, they had me do a seven course meal in their home, but also asked me to do cooking lessons for her. I don't think it went over very well <laughs> if you're telling your wife that, by the way, here, I'm going to hire somebody to teach you how to cook. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I want to clear that with her first. I was thinking that, but I was like, no, that's not what this is. And then the, sure enough, that's what oh, it was. Yeah. That's what I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Huh. It was a couple years ago. I'm still waiting for her to schedule it. So. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I oh, mean, you know, those are things you do together, like as a fun activity. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I've done that. We've done couples cooking classes mm-hmm. where I would go through all the steps of a seven course meal and give them the ingredients to then go do it at home. Right. Together. Yeah. So they could sample it. But yet, not a good idea just to say, hey, <laughs> I know you're not really a good cook, so I'm going to hire somebody to teach you how. Right. You know, it's funny. That's not where my, my oh, mind right. went. Like if Chuck, if you got that for me, I don't think my mind would go there. I think I would just be so grateful that I wouldn't have to cook for a night. Uh-huh. Right. And right. and we wouldn't have to go anywhere. Right. Yeah. Well, there's that you know. too. That's true. That's true. But yeah, no, no. You got to yeah, do that I together. That. It's got to be a that. class. It's got to mm-hmm. be a couple's class. Yeah, the personal yep. chef part, good. The cooking lessons, not, yeah, yeah. not so, so good. So, sure. As we <laughs> say, Littles, information for life. Yep. Exactly. So we got exactly. a few of those here. So we got the broiler. We got the cooking lessons. We've got a ton of stuff. I mean, Steve, those sound really good. And Littles, if you haven't heard it yet, go back a year. I, we should have looked yeah. up the date. It's around the 24th, I think, is when yep, that, that episode, episode dropped. Two. Yeah. It was our second episode ever. That I know. Yeah, man. Yeah. You guys have come a long way. It right? is oh, man. amazing. Oh. It is, you've done a fantastic job. Well, thank, thank you. you so much. I love hearing the podcast. I love hearing from all the other littles and stuff, some that I know really somewhat, you know, and others just getting to learn about them. Yeah. I actually got to meet my second little in the wild. Oh, wow. Uh, this last Friday. I met Claire oh. a year or so ago, and Chris Davenport yes. was on his way up through here, uh, through Milwaukee, to a little town just north of Milwaukee for a and b and stuff, and they popped in, uh, him oh. and the woman to him, he's related by marriage, and it was fantastic meeting them in That's person. That's sweet. Yeah, I we saw that. that. I saw that picture on Twitter. That was great. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, Steve, thank you so much for coming back on and giving us, I, I, it's, it's hard for me to say five mediocre minutes. No, no, it's, it's, just, it's probably more than five and definitely at best mediocre. Minutes. Well, what I like to say, this is how, because you're right, it has been over five. So we got to, I guess, so what we're going to, I think we're going to, I'm going to change five mediocre and five great. And then it comes out to about 10 minutes. That's perfect. Seven mediocre minutes. You know, we'll compromise. All right. Well, please give your best to Lori. And you all have a very, very happy Thanksgiving. I know it's a big time for you. Yeah. Awesome. Congratulations once again on the wedding. I know it's been a little bit, but enjoy every single day of it because it is wonderful. Thank you. We love it. It's been 17 years for me and it still feels like it's... The first day. So good to hear. That's so sweet. I love it. All right. Thanks again, Steve. We really appreciate it. 
All right, Thanks. all you loyal littles, we'll be right back. This is Mark Schaefer, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. for our Thanksgiving Day episode, we'd give you a special treat, a double dose of our musical guest this episode. This is Dante Mazzetti again. We're going old school on this one, Roxy. Oh, yeah. Roxy loves this song. It's one of our favorites. It's called Hey Now. So again, you can hear both his new song, Hold On and Hey Now, at the end of the podcast. here again with another five mediocre minutes we are here with the one and the only bob sproul hey bob how's it going roxy it's going very well it's great to be back on the show yeah this is a lot of fun we're really excited about this now i'm trying to think the last time we talked to you was probably i guess your episode was in february it was right before the super bowl it was. right 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 yep. so when, when i when i picked the chiefs and at the same time said i know i'm going to ask myself how in the hell could i go against tom brady yeah <laughs> yep <laughs> yep and Tampa yep. Bay. Yep. Never bet yep. against Brady. Never get bet against Brady. <laughs> no. Come on, man. What are we even doing out here, man? I mean, this That's year, right. I don't know. We'll That's see. Right. Yeah, this year, well, we'll see. But we wanted to catch up a little bit. Now, you must be excited because we saw you got back to the theater recently. Yes, yes. So that's exciting. So you've seen a couple yes. things, right? Seen a couple of shows. The uh, the Broadway in Pittsburgh series. I think there's seven shows this year. First one was uh, the Band's Visit. Oh right. Which um, that won a whole bunch of Tony Awards. Sure did. And it, it was a good show. It was. Uh, you didn't love it. You though. know, it's not. It's, okay. it's not one I'd put in my. I didn't love it. No, yeah. I, I liked it. Didn't love it. Uh, you know, but it was good. And I won't put that in my top ten. But uh, you know, it was fun. Okay, it's interesting because. I was just blown away by it for a simple reason. One of he's one of my favorite composers, and I'm talking about David Yazbek. Okay. Okay. Now a lot okay. of people don't realize. Well, I didn't realize. Okay. So this is, I'm going to paint the picture. Have Have you ever seen The Full Monty? No. Okay. I've not. Did you happen to ever see Dirty Rotten Scoundrels? Uh, yes, I did. Okay. Probably don't remember that music, but it's very. I don't even know how to explain it. But that is the same composer who wrote The Band's Visit. Okay. 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 So completely different from what right, I was expecting. Right. Okay. So right, that's why right. I was more blown away because it was just not what I was expecting at all. And honestly, because it, it was something new in New York and it was a new show, it wasn't just a rehashed 
jukebox musical, which right. we'll get to right. in a second. You the, know what I mean? the end was really cool on that. You yeah. know, if you remember, you know, the band gathers mm-hmm. and the conductor raises the baton and then the stage goes dark. Yeah. Yep. And then they do the curtain call and then they play and then the band plays the number. Yeah. Which, yeah. That, that was great. That yeah. was great. Well, I remember too the, how it opened was just hilarious. It just that they open with, you know, the band came to town, came, band came to visit. It, you probably didn't hear about it because it's right. not, it's it not a big deal. Important. It wasn't that yeah. important. Yeah. Right. But we're here. Yeah. We wrote a musical about it. Right. I don't yeah. know. I just, yeah. that creativity kind of stuff just is clever to me. And mm. I just, yeah. yeah. So anyway, then you've recently saw something else. Just, yeah, just Sunday. Uh, summer, the Donna Summer musical. Ah. It was, uh, Did you survive? You know what? You know what? Hey, you know what? I'm going to call you on that because I said the same thing. <laughs> and a friend of mine said, that was not a Donna Summer song. I thought it was. That oh. was Gloria Gaynor. Oh, you're right. Yeah. But you know what? I still love to love you, baby. So <laughs> it's okay. It, it, it was still... fun. It was really an upbeat show. And it's, uh, you know, Donna Summer wasn't in my wheelhouse back right. in the day, but right. uh, I really enjoyed the show. Oh, good. Oh, good. So much energy. And the, you know, the performers are just so talented. Yeah. You know, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, the Broadway series are always, obviously, we're partial. But... Yeah. And we got some great shows coming up. Uh, Hamilton's coming back. Oh, and nice. um, Ain't Too Proud, The Temptations musical, because cool. I'm really excited to yeah. see. Pretty Woman. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and To Kill a Mockingbird, which not oh, a musical, nice. but I'm anxious to see yeah. that yeah. play. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wonder if they'll have a name in that touring production. I'll let you know. Can what's I his... tell you a funny story about that? Yeah. To Kill a Mockingbird? Sure. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. So right. picture high school Roxy. We're told that we need to go out and buy the book To Kill a Mockingbird. That's going to be what we're reading in our English class and writing a book report on. And I don't know, the way my teacher said it, I go home and my mom was like, okay, you have to go get a book. And I didn't have a car, so she had to drive me to the bookstore and all that. So I'm like, yeah, some book called Tequila Mockingbird. Tequila. She was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, to kill a mockingbird. And she's like, don't you mean to kill a mockingbird? I'm like, I don't know. Probably. But years well, later. I think you're onto something, no, Roxy. No, years later, I went somewhere and I wish I could remember where I was, but some restaurant on the menu, on the cocktail list, was a cocktail called Tequila well, Mockingbird. Tequila. I was going to say, is it Mockingbird and it's tequila? Like, yeah. No, um, it was called Tequila Mockingbird. Tequila. Oh. So, well, full circle I, moment for Roxy. Okay, <laughs> okay Roxy, I'll, I'll tell you a story along those same lines. Now, picture third or fourth grade Bob here. Okay. And I got this book out of the school library, and I really was engrossed in it. And I remember sitting around the table at dinner one night, and I'm telling my parents, I said, I'm reading this really good book. And they said, what is it? I said, it's called Carlotti's Web. (laughs) (laughs) The H was silent, right? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So... Now, for for the rest of my life, uh, that book is known as Carlotti's Web to me. But oh, that, nice. that's how I was saying the name as, oh as I was gosh. reading the book. Oh, that's I love great. it. I love it. All right. Yeah. Well, Bob, let's get to the business at hand here. Yeah. Is that okay? Okay. All right. I mean, okay. you're at Mount 500. We got to get your Thanksgiving Day picks here. So, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Full disclosure, last year you picked three, but one didn't happen. So you One didn't one, get played. Right, because of COVID. Right. So you were one in one. So let's go through these real quick. 
Now, last year we didn't do it with the line. Do you want to do it with the line this year? I'll let you sure. decide. Sure. I have no idea what the line is. I'm going to give them to I, you. I, I got I, them right I'm, here. Yeah, fire away. Fire All away. right. We've got the 1230 game is the Chicago Bears going to the Detroit Lions, and the Bears are favored by three and a half. At Detroit. Ah, oh, God. <laughs> Boy, what a great game that's going to be. Huh? <laughs> well, that's, you know, as Tiny Chuck said last year, I think on the podcast, he said, you know, that's the one you just have in the background. You might have to yeah. run out and get more wine or get yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the chefs. Open, an, open another bottle. Yeah. yeah, right. The chefs might have forgot uh, something. You have to run out to the store. No big deal. Yeah, yeah. Well, the Lions, you know, what the heck? Let, let's go on really out on a limb. I'll go with the Lions. It's All at right. home. They're getting points. Right. The Lions are getting points. As Carvel says, you got they, a home dog getting three and a half. Come on. And they're fired up. That's a big traditional game in Detroit. So let, let's go with the Lions. Yeah. Wilbon will love you for that. All right. Yeah. Second yeah, game yeah. of the day. We got the Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders going yeah. to Dallas. Big D yeah. and the Cowboys. Cowboys are favored yeah. by seven. Uh, Cowboys. You think they're going to cover that? Got to go with the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah the Raiders yeah, are a mess. Yeah. The Raiders are a complete. The mess Raiders game. are mess, uh, and, yeah. and the Cowboys. Uh, the Cowboys are pretty good. I don't like to admit it because I still revel in those two glorious Steeler wins in Super Bowls <laughs> over the Cowboys right. back in the seventies. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. But I got to go with the Cowboys. Yeah, I, miss... I think they're they're a pretty strong team this yeah, year. Yeah, absolutely. All right, and now tread lightly with this one, sir. <laughs> The evening okay. game, the, the marquee game, supposedly. We have the Buffalo Bills going to New Orleans. The Bills are favored by four and a half. The Bills are favored by four and a half so at we, New Orleans. So talk about a home dog. Now, yeah. Carvel's got to be going with his New Orleans, right? Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, and Buffalo I, had a bad game last week, four days. That's Buffalo the tricky had, part. Buffalo has not played well of, of late. And and I, I really, I thought Buffalo would be in the Super Bowl this year. I'm having my doubts, but yeah. uh, they can still turn it around. Sure. You know what, Chuck? I'm sorry, but I, I'm going to go with the Bills. On this <laughs> All right. I'm going to say they're going to turn it around and, uh, and I'll, I'll go with the Buff Bills. All right. So we got the Cowboys. You've got Detroit. Upset special. Yes. All right. Could be. Could be. And then you have Buffalo (laughs) giving four and a half to my New Orleans Saints. So, Bob, thank you so much for coming on again this year. This is so much fun. We'll have to. Okay. You know, and what we call it, bet the sprawl cess. Is that what we're. Bet the sprawl cess. That's right. uh, Hey, let let me just, if if you allow me, uh, can I, I have a a few seconds here. Two things. One, I want to congratulate Chuck for winning the, um, what pool was it you won? Oh, I don't know. One of those golf ones. But, I just, but you won, yeah. yeah you I won guess. one of the monetary value uh, prize contests. Yes. That the grandstander runs. Yeah, we should have we should have plugged that because those are great. Yeah, yeah. they're really Do fun. we know when the yeah. next one is yet? Uh, the next one will be probably be a um, NFL playoffs confident. Ooh, okay. Very well in last year. Yeah. That'll be fun. Didn't win, but you did very well. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then there'll be a, a separate Super Bowl one. Oh, right, okay, great, right. great. So, All right, we'll look forward yeah. to those. The, the other thing I want to say is, uh, as you both know, I lost my wife last month after a uh, almost five-year battle with cancer. It's, it was devastating, but I was buoyed by the uh, friendship of uh, friends and family and also the support uh, outreach I've received from littles across the well, literally across the world. You know, I made a I made mention of it on my Facebook page, and the outreach I received from littles uh, just 
overwhelm me. So, um, you know, when we talk about the community of littles, um, it's a real thing. And um, all the people out there, I'm not even going to try to mention names because I do that. I'll leave somebody out. But all the people who reached out, they know who they are. And I am uh, forever grateful to them. And I appreciate it more than you'll uh, you'll all know. It's truly amazing, isn't it? I I think that's the one thing Roxy's realizing over the last year, just what kind of a community this is. Yeah. And I'm so glad that you had this circle of people surround you with love and support and to pick you up. Yeah. You know, yep. Yep. It's, it's, it's a real thing and it, it, it means a lot. It means a lot. So, Hey, and the other thing, just since the last time I talked to you, congratulations to the two of you on your wedding. Oh Oh, yeah, it's true. And congratulations on your 100th episode. Oh, thank you. Very exciting. Yeah. Yes. Yes. They said it wouldn't last. Right. (laughs) Wait, who said that? (laughs) I'm just kidding. Probably me. Probably everybody. No. But both the marriage and the podcast. Oh, there it is. They're both going strong. There it is. Yep. All right, Bob, (laughs) thank you so much for taking the time to be a part of our special Thanksgiving Day episode and for your picks and just all your your friendship and everything like that. We really appreciate it. Anytime. I'm always in the bullpen if you need me. All right. Wait, can we still call it that? (laughs) Just kidding. Happy holidays. All right. Happy holidays, Bob. We'll talk to you soon. All righty. All right. All you loyal littles, we'll be right back. This is Rick Sharp, and you're listening to the Little Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. And thank you both, Steve, Bob. That was so great. We really appreciate you coming back on and giving us our five mediocre minutes plus some. Mm-hmm. It was more than five, but that's okay. So I, I like to say five great minutes and five mediocre minutes. Sure. So one more food related thing we wanted to get to. And Simon, we need your expertise on this. <laughs> okay. So Jenny Robbins posted a picture and it triggered me and this was a while ago but i held on to this okay because it really hit home for me she posted a picture of you know what smart food is right that's popcorn mm. right some yep right okay they are now adding stuff to smart food okay now this picture she posted it's crunch berries and it's called mary berry popcorn mix hmm. okay now i don't know where you all fall on this okay but i would like to discuss also the cereal situation because in my opinion, it's gotten completely out of control. Now, Simon, do you eat a lot of cereal? You know, I used to, but no, I, I, I don't really eat cereal anymore. Okay. Yeah. But you know what Lucky yeah. Charms are, I assume? Oh, love. I used to love Lucky Charms. Right. But wait, Mary Berry, as in she's endorsed this cereal? I was just this, thinking that, wondering that. What? Mary Berry was one of the original Who's judges Ma- on Great British Bake Great Off. British yeah. Oh, no, no, no. This is Mary Berry. No, this is <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Mary Berry. I like that, actually. Um, no, no. This is M-E-R-R-Y-B-E-R-R-Y. Mary oh, Berry. Mary. Mary. Not Mary. 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 Mary Berry. I'm sorry. Did I say that wrong? Okay. Well, a subtle difference. Subtle. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll stop. No, no. Okay. So I'm yeah, glad we got that cleared Ed up. Butt, remember, Ed Butt's going to do it. Yes. So that's, save, yeah. We're waiting for that. So, okay. So my, my, I guess I don't, I'd hate to do a grind my gears segment on the Thanksgiving special, but it's food related. So I've been seeing all over the place and I, I have to admit when it first happened, I got so freaking excited because I mean, let's face it. When we eat Lucky Charms, we all just like, we pick out the the marshmallows, right? We don't want that other crap that comes with it. We just want to no, eat the marshmallows. You need the other. You need the other crap. That's what makes the marshmallows exciting. Yes, I mean that's true. Okay, 
Have you, Simon, t- please tell me you've seen this. They are now throwing these marshmallows in every freaking kind of cereal you can imagine. Okay. Fruity Pebbles. I've tried. Well, when they, I saw the Fruity Pebbles done. I was like, this is. Game over. Game over. This is done. I can't. Th- it was so good. Loved it. Okay. Because it just makes it sweet, you know. Mm-hmm. Especially the Fruity Pebbles are already sweet. So, But then we, I saw them in Fruit Loops. I've seen them in Corn Flakes. What are we doing here? That's what I don't get. But now, they label it as with Lucky Charms? No. No. I, I don't even know what they label it as technically. Well, the Fruity Pebbles are Marshmallow Fruity Pebbles. Yeah. Marsh, is that what it just says? Marshmallow? Yeah. I couldn't remember exactly what sure. it said. Um, sounds terrible. It's oh, actually really but good. Those are really good, I have to say. It's um, just pure sugar. Exactly. Wow. Well, yeah. Now- yeah. I saw recently also something called Lucky Charms Marshmallow Clusters. Now, I'm a sucker for all these, okay? I, it's like one of these things. Well, you got to try it, right? right? Right. Now, we tried the, the marshmallow clusters. No, 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 no. I'm out. Couldn't do it. Uh, I was really disappointed. Are you planning on living beyond a certain age? I'm just curious. <laughs> or is it, you're, you're kind of giving up. You're like, yeah, that's fine. Just, uh... Simon, I just said I wanted to try them. I didn't say I was going to live off them. Well, you're buying a whole box. What are you, you going to, you're going to throw well, out the rest of Well, there's two of us Wait, here. Well, first of all, second of all, how, how are you going to just buy, what are you going to go up to the cash register and say, I'll take a quarter of this box because I just want to try them? Like, what are you supposed to do? I guess, you know what? I did this once. You're right. I finally broke down and Keebler now puts out a, this is getting a little off topic, but a knockoff Samoa or what are they called? Caramel Delights now, Girl Scout mm-hmm. cookies. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had to buy them. They're like the bomb. I, Samoas are like my alt. I think they were Samoas. Then they were called Caramel Delights and people lost their minds. And so now they're Samoas again, I think is what they're called. Huh. Anyway, I tried one. It wasn't very good. I'm like, well, let me give it another one. Tried another one. This is on my, I'm walking home from the store. And sorry, Roxy, I didn't even give you a chance to try them. It's fine. I trust your judgment. Well, there was a homeless person walking by and I I made her night. She was, she was just like, are you sure? She's like, I'll just take a couple. I said, no, 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 you can have them all. But she took them. She accepted them. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. See, I don't know. I feel like I've already told the story, but there was this one time I went to a baking class. We made cupcakes and then I ended up being left with all of the cupcakes everyone had made and they were delicious. But like I had 40 cupcakes and so I was going home. I was with my ex at the time. And passed by someone who was living on the street and, and they were like, oh, can you spare anything? I was like, actually, yeah. Do you want all these cupcakes? And they said, no. He said, Poof, no, it's way too much sugar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but here's the thing. Good for him. I, true. Yeah. On right? reflection now, at the time, I was like, wow. I mean, you were literally just making fun of me for that. Like, I'm going to die early because I eat all this sugar. And so good for him. I know. Yeah. I gave a homeless person a bush cookie once and she looked at me like why are you giving me this I don't know if she was expecting me to give her money or I don't know anything else but a cookie and I thought I was doing a nice thing and she like accepted it but gave me the nastiest look like Ugh, this well, is all most I get of them want money and yeah I remember like but it was a bush cookie well she's one of the famous she, cookies yeah, she didn't know what she was missing I know so. all right but can we get back to this Cereal talk. I, yeah. wh- what's the line? Where do we go too far? Like what other littles? Wh- if we're going to do this, let's do it right. What other combinations could we do? Mm. Can we do a Captain mm. Crunch and like a Raisin Bran? I doubt it. Oh. Um, that would be gross, right? I don't know. I don't know. I just, I get that the marshmallows or let's just go there. Like what other cereals could we put the marshmallows in? Anything. What about in an omelet? Like an omelet. <laughs> 
You want to yeah. put them in an omelet. Okay. Yeah. Maybe they'd melt. But marshmallow omelet. That's you are pretty the line. Good. I feel like that's pretty close to the line. That's there. that's over the line, I think. That's way over the line. <laughs> no, but I, I guess I'm just trying to say, because we tried the Fruit Loops. Mm-hmm. You like them. I didn't like the Fruit Loops with yeah, the marshmallows. Right. The cornflakes, I was okay with. Cornflakes and the marshmallows. And you the mean Fruity Pebbles? No. You had cornflakes with marshmallows? Yeah. When? Where was I? You, I swear you've had them too. Oh, you mean, oh, you mean the Frosted Flakes. <laughs> what did I just say? Cornflakes. Corn Simon, <laughs> can we get a ruling on that? Cornflakes are different corn than Frosted Flakes. I mean. Definitely, I definitely had cornflakes, yeah. <laughs> right, but isn't it the same thing? No, one's frosted no. and one's not. Yeah, but I pour a ton of sugar on them, so that's frosted. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Again. Again. He wants to die any day. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. I don't know. Simon, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Anything fun? Just adding marshmallows to my cereal, really. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. All right. Last little quick topic food-wise I want to get to, and then we'll get out of here. We had another tweet question, and this was from Mike Danik. What say you, duck or turkey for one on Thanksgiving? So this is an actually interesting thing. If you're celebrating by yourself, mm-hmm. like what do you do? Like you can't go out and get a 20-pound turkey, right? Why not? Well, okay. You'd have leftovers. <laughs> You're also speaking to the woman who gets Carmine's family style yeah, that's true. pasta, multiple dishes, family style for one, usually. But I this year we this did year. it with two. So I shared. And we still had leftovers. So yeah, obviously. I would get a big turkey. Okay. We'll just go buy a turkey breast and then roast that. You okay. Know? Or that. Boom. Yeah. So is yeah. duck acceptable though? I, I guess I, I don't particularly care for it, but. Yeah, I'm not a big duck person. Um, yeah, it doesn't doesn't seem on theme, but yeah. uh, sure. All right. So turkey, turkey it is. Turkey it is. No chicken. Nope. All right. Well, Littles, everyone have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Roxy, tell everyone how they can get in touch with us. You can email us at wtfcpodnet at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at Loyal Littles Pod. We're also on Instagram at the Loyal Littles Podcast. And don't forget about our Facebook page, the Loyal Littles Podcast. And don't forget to head on over to iTunes and Apple and give us a nice rate and review over there. We really appreciate it. Special thanks again to our five Mediocre Minutes guests. We had Oz, the great and flavorful Steve Osbolt, and Bob Sproul from Bet the Sproul Says. And also thanks to Mark Schaefer, Mary Faye Randolph, and Rick Sharp for our bumpers this week. Simon, thanks for coming on and being with us for our special Thanksgiving episode. Oh, so no Thanksgiving plans. Me. Black Friday. What are you going to do for that? Ooh, going to buy a big TV. Why not? Really? No, of course not. Oh, I was going to say, you have a nice TV. What are you going to do with your yeah, I, uh... <laughs> I was going to be like, what are you doing with the old one? <laughs> I've seen your TV, Simon. No, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah, I'll look for some useless crap that I can buy and, and buy it. I, I know think. what everyone should do. What's that? Use the code. Use the code. Oh, <laughs> I see what you did there. Bye, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble, gobble. I'm not sorry, I will say All the things I've thrown away And all of the lust I've sought All the lies I've 
stolen ball Pretty woman Dancing free Drunk and naked And just for me All the answers That you once had Are lost in ramblings And I'm Hey now, hey now 
podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. Oh, yeah.